You are now listening to the Lance Curve Show, the boldest spot on internet radio. Rachel Dolezal changes her name to West African moniker, meaning gift from God. Rachel Dolezal is at it again, this time with a name change. She has legally changed her name to Kechi Omar Diallo. The name has its roots in Nigeria and is short for Kechenyea in the Igbo language, meaning gift from God. What's more, her new last name has its roots in the Fula people of West Africa and means bold. Fitting! The former NAACP leader who was born white continues to maintain that she is black. Despite heavy criticism and pushback, and this name change is just the latest in a series of attempts to solidify herself as black. Last year, Dolezal named her new son Langston Atticus after the famed Harlem Renaissance activist poet Langston Hughes and the abolitionist Crispus Attucks. Interesting, interesting. All I can say is that Rachel Dolezal is no different than many other arrogant white women. I'm not speaking about all white women. I'm speaking about some white women. There are some white women out here who feel that they have to have the best of everything that the earth has to offer. Even if it means your color, sisters. Even if it means your shape. Even if it means your lips. Now, there's so much more to a black woman than backside, coloring, and lips. But that's something that's very evident. And that's something that many of these arrogant white women on the surface crave. It goes a lot deeper than that. They want your soul. They want your swag. They want your essence. You see, plastic surgery can't purchase those things for these arrogant white women who must have everything. I forgot who it was or or what platform it was on, but someone made the comment that they had a connection to Rachel Dolezal, uh, either as a student or, or someone who was a friend, uh, a, a, a friend who was a student, something on that level. But they basically said that uh, in their personal dealings with Rachel Dolezal, that she was very arrogant and she's a know-it-all. And that's definitely a trait. I mean, I've seen situations on jobs where you had one of these arrogant white women who were just envious of the sisters. And they made several of the sisters on that job feel uh, the weight of her wrath by manipulating schedules to something that they couldn't deal with or giving them a task that was out of the way or just something to frustrate them. This type of woman is delusional and many are not all, but some and many, they just have to have the best. They can go out and buy the biggest and most expensive Mercedes. They can go and get the biggest rounded breasts. They can get implants and they can sit in the tanning salon all day long. They can get the liposuction to make their waistline smaller but it's just something about them that they know that they just don't have what our sisters have. You can drive through any neighborhood slash hood and see even in the downtrodden 
neighborhoods that contain the majority of us, you'll see many of our sisters who may survive on corner store poor food, snacks and sodas and inferior nutrition, right? And you look at the bodies they have, you say, oh my God, how are they built this way? They're not even going to the gym. They're jumping a little double dutch and running around in the park and eating this bad food. But look at their bodies. It's so beautiful. There's something about them. We are a strong people. So much drugs have been dumped in our neighborhoods. So much despair and hopelessness hangs over our neighborhoods like a heavy rain cloud. Yet we find a way to laugh. We find a way to survive. We find a way to keep pushing and we find a way to make it. Our families, just like on the plantation, have been split, watered down, yet we still have a way of having family. Just the other day on my bus, there was a young lady who was having a a very vocal uh, exchange with uh, a Caucasian man on the bus, and and he had a really snotty attitude about him, but she couldn't pick it up because she was so caught up in her happiness. And he continued to say things that were pleasant on the surface, but the way he said it, I was picking it up. The, the remarks were snide and they were slight put downs to the sister. But again, she was just glad to be in a conversation. And she, I don't think she had the depth all the way to pick up on how he was speaking to her. And I know this particular gentleman picks up vibes from me. I know he does. It's just a man thing. And I know he doesn't dig me too tough and he watches me as much as he can. And I can see him in the reflection of the windshield because we drive at night. Um, he gets on at night rather. And um, he, he's always trying to uh, read my responses when people get on the bus and speak friendly or they get funny. He's trying to gauge me. So she came out of nowhere uh, after a gentleman got on the bus and this guy was intoxicated. He was smelling like weed. And for some reason, out of nowhere, her, we, we never spoke before. But she said, driver, driver. And I said, excuse me, that's your cousin. Like to say, I don't know whether she was showing out for the white dude. It really sounded like that. I'll still take up for her, but. She was really, she must have picked up on how he felt toward me and wanted to justify his feelings by being a little coon and pulling me into the conversation. So when she said that, I guess she expected me not to or deny that this man was my cousin. He wasn't my cousin, of course, but I guess she wouldn't say, oh, no, he's not my cousin to the delight of this man who was observing nigger play. Okay, um, so I flipped it. I was thinking on my toes, on my feet. And I said, you know what, sister? You are so right. That is my cousin. And she was silent now. She didn't know what to say. And the white man that was sitting there, he was just wasn't in shock, but he knew where I was going with it. I said, if you read your history books, we've been so split up and so torn apart that in actuality now we're all family. So everybody that looks like me is my family. I don't care what country it is. I don't care what state it is. That's my family. So yes, he's my cousin and you're my sister. Together, we are stronger. 
she shut up. So she she proved that she was a card carrying coon. But this gentleman didn't like the answer. He mumbled some things that I couldn't hear because I was ready to jump into the conversation with him. And he knew I was braced. So he never spoke to me again. I saw him several times after that. But all, I said all that to say this, that male, or female, doesn't matter. Many have an arrogance about them where they feel entitled to everything that God has blessed them with or even the things that they stole and all of the things that you have. You are not supposed to have anything. This is that white woman arrogance. Even the white man has it and not all, but some. But you're not supposed to have anything. You're not supposed to have a nice car. You're not supposed to have a nice home. You're not supposed to have a nice body. You're not supposed to have a nice life. They want to wipe the smile off of your face. They want what you have. But Rachel Dolezal, which her new name, I will start to call her Rachel <laughs> Dolezal. Rachel. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised nobody picked up on that and, and, and kind of put that out there. Rachel. <laughs> but, you know, it reminds me of the saying that I always say, you know, she... She calls herself African. She, she, she parades around as black. She changes her name. She has two white parents. But it goes back to my saying that you have the right to take chocolate cake icing and smear it all over feces. But it doesn't give you the right to call it chocolate cake. And if you think that it is truly chocolate cake, you'll find out when you take that first bite. And it's true. Let her have her delusion. I mean, she has the determination of a pre-op tranny. Sorry, pre-op trannies, pre-operational transsexuals. And somebody's going to get on me about that. But it's true. Life is so short. Accept yourself as you are. Accept yourself as you were created. It's too much fuss and fight to fight with other people, to convince them that you're something else other than you're not, because in essence, you're telling the creator that he made a mistake, that he didn't know what he was doing. I'm a white woman, yes, but I'm really a black woman trapped in a white woman's body. You might have had some good sex with a black man and he turned you out and you just wanted to be that. You know, for that transsexual, who knows? You know, it's tragic, it's sad, that people just don't love themselves as they are. But again, like I say, this is a very destructive thing that she displays. It's not something strange because we deal with this all the time, that this other culture wants to take what we have. They've lied about our history. They've taken our history and made it theirs. Yet we, we, we've done nothing. Like I always say, Muhammad Ali 200 years from now, if the so-called mainstream media, which will be colored a lot different 200 years from now, but if they had their way, they'd make Muhammad Ali white, blue eyes with blonde hair, and from England, they'll change his name back to Cassius Clay somehow. Just like when Napoleon blew off the nose from the Sphinx, it's that attitude that Rachel Dolezal walks with. I am black. I don't care if I have white parents. 
So she envies you, sisters. So think in your life, whether it's back in school, whether it's on a job, whether it's in church or in your neighborhood or some dealing with a friend or a friend of a friend. There's always that woman out there that hates you for what you have. Even the intangibles is not just about what many say is the booty. Oh, you have that black woman's booty. I wish I had a booty like you. It's more to it than that. It's your strength. You are the original. You're the mother of civilization. It all comes from you. And they envy that. They want that. They don't want you to have that. They don't want you to even know who you are. They don't. So this is why they come so hard at you, sisters. The brothers, too, but I'm talking to the sisters now. This is why these women come so hard at you. Because beauty is not just skin deep. The beauty and power and grace that you have naturally goes deeper than just skin. But the skin is an indication of what you have. And for all of you hoochie mamas out there, for all of you ratchet sisters out there, Stop embracing something that's been put on you. You are not that. Get your face out the television set. Get your face out of their sick movies. Get your face out of their sick videos. Even if it's a black man that produced the video, usually somewhere else, there's somebody behind there pulling the strings. And if it's not, he's sold out. So watch who you deal with. Put the good foods in your body. Take your kids to good schools or homeschool them. We've got to reject all of this foolishness. You see, they're shoving their projections of what they want us to be down our throat. And they're busy trying to steal what is actually ours. And Rachel Dolezal, like I said, she's the president of this crap. Because it's happening all over the place. The teachers, they steer you in different directions when they see you have talents and abilities. For example, I mean, not just because it's a movie, but with Malcolm X, they tried to discourage him from from other types of careers. Well, you can be a carpenter, or, or you can be this, or you can be that, and there's nothing wrong with being a carpenter. But they just limit you. They put that glass ceiling on you right away, but they want the sky to be the limit for them. And it's not right. You see, it's not right at all. So be careful of these arrogant, usually affluent white women. And Rachel Dolezal, she's on food stamps right now. What does she got? Well, look, where does she get money to change her name? I know it doesn't cost a million dollars, but is that what's on her mind right now? When she's supposed to be broke and a step away from being homeless and on food stamps? She's worried about convincing the world that she's a black woman. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.